Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are and you are having a great week. It is Wednesday, we're the middle of the week and for you in India and uh, wherever in the world, in Asia, you are already Thursday. We're close to the weekend so have no fear we're going to be there sooner or later and thank you very very much for all your support that you offer me through your listening to your um views on my podcast uh so today um was a special day because i did a conference a presentation on on a platform with called Uncompromising India, um, a lovely lady called Pooja Parveen. She is running the platform. She's an ex-Muslim. And she, um, I asked her, you know, and, and we did her uh, presentation on the Taj is not a Mughal monument. And of course, it's on the on the web, on the in, internet, and I've posted it on my Facebook page. So if you do see my Facebook page, uh, please do go ahead, uh, because for this particular episode, we're going to need that Facebook page, Religions, Regimes and Refugees. And uh, I've posted it on it. It's called the Taj, Decoding the Taj. Okay, it's a two-hour presentation. It's half Hindi, half English. And I'm sorry, my Hindi is very weak, but it is, you know, just basic Hindi, but it is, you know, what it is. Um, and so I presented it um, to the audience. And on the chat, you know, there were different comments. And on one comment, uh, he, uh, someone said, oh, please do not lie. You're lying. This is uh, WhatsApp University. There is no way that this is, the Taj is a temple. There's no way it's a temple. You're lying to the audience. Please do not lie. So, you know, everyone has their right to the opinion because most people think domes are Islamic monuments. And for not well 99% of the people on this planet do not know that islam doesn't have architecture all islamic architecture is rebranded from previous civilizations and yes they ha- were previous civilizations in the arab world the romans were there the byzantines were there the persians were there uh they were all there the yemenis had uh, um uh, architecture they were all pre-civilizations prior to Islamic civilizations. The Egyptians had architecture, the, the North Africans had architecture, uh, Europeans had architecture, and, the, and they colonized. Islamic architecture colonizes all of this. Sorry, Islamic empires colonizes, rebrands it, and puts their name. So the architecture, whatever architecture Islam has, comes from previous civilizations that they have rebranded. Nothing is theirs. And it's very similar to Christianity. If you open any of the Abrahamic literature books, there is no architecture. All of this comes down either from previous civilizations and they have rebranded it now after so many years. They have lied for so many years. They can't say, well, you know, this is not actually Islamic architecture. Uh, This is taken from a previous civilization. And now Muslims, uh, it's become Muslim. They can't say that. So they have to say that it's Islamic architecture. So most people think the domes are Islamic. 
Well, it is not, okay? And even on the Indian subcontinent, domes are not Islamic. Domes are Vedic, my dear friends. Very, very Vedic. It is important to know that many people do not know that. Domes are Vedic architecture. It existed prior to the Abrahamic groups. But so I'm just going to touch on this a little bit. What is uh, uh, Indian architecture for temples? There are many types of temples uh, and architecture and, and, and and people do not know that they just think it's the shikara it's the it's the temp, the temple shire and that's all about it uh, but they don't understand that there are many types of architecture and the domes are part of indian architecture so basically indian architecture is called vastu shastra the science it's an ancient science of architecture it's a traditional indian system of architecture based on ancient text which describes the principle layout design measurements ground penetration space arrangement and geometry okay um the design aims to integrate architecture into an align architecture with the nature the surroundings of the area uh, the relative functions of various parts of uh, the structure and ancient beliefs using geometric patterns okay yantra symmetry uh directional uh, alignments okay now that's why i was talking about the taj people say that the taj is a is a persian monument islamic monument but it's a persian islamic monument now there's no such thing as persian islamic monument you're either persian or you're islamic okay islam comes and takes over persia and makes all their architecture Persia, uh, in uh, islamic but islam invaded persia they destroyed the persian uh, um, empire, uh, whatever reminiscence of there it was. Um, and, and people think that this, uh, dome, the Taj Mahal, sorry, the front entrance is, is very Persian. But like I told you just now, um, the Vastu Shastra aims, the, the aim of the science of Vastu Shastra is to take the design to aim to integrate architecture into nature, the flora and fauna, the relative functions of different parts of the structure. Okay, so the the entrance, should I say, the main door of main of of the Taj, the main monument, uh, is a um, a coma leaf, is a, a leaf of the. Um, uh, of the lotus it's a lotus leaf and the lotus leaf is lotus is a plant that's native to the indian subcontinent so it cannot be persian it was the persians who invaded india who took this because remember persia occupied and invaded gandhara which is modern day afghanistan so yes absolutely um Persia did uh, invade and take this. So this, it cannot be native to Persia. It has to be native to India, the Indian subcontinent. And because the Vastu Shastra very clearly aims to integrate architecture with nature. That means the flora and fauna. Very important to know that. Um, so the broader Vastu Shastra is textual part of uh, of the Vastu Vidya, the broader knowledge about architecture, design, and theories in India. Um, basically, ancient Vastu Shastra principles include those of the design of Hindu of Mandirs, the principle of for the design layout of houses, towns, cities, gardens, roads, waterworks, shops, and public areas. 
Okay, so that basically what it is. It is vastu means dwelling or house. It corresponds to a plot of land. Uh, the vridhi vastu takes aim at the meaning. Um, takes the meaning of the site or foundation of the house, site, ground, building or dwelling place, habitation or homestead. And the underlying root is vas means to dwell or to stay or to reside. Okay. Uh, now, the Hindu him, uh, temple architecture, many people think that it's only one type of architecture. Okay, You have the uh, Kalasa, you have the Amkala, the Shikara, you have the Mandapa, the Garbagriha, and the Aram Mandapa. Okay? That's the only thing that you have. But that is wrong. Okay, the different types of Indian temple architecture, variety of types. Um, there are many styles. And the essential and f- feature and inner sanctum, which is the Garbagraha, Griha, or the women, womb chamber, is the most important, where the primary murti, the, or the image of the deity, is housed in a simple bare cell. Okay, why? Because this Every temple sits on a high electromagnetic field, okay? And the place where the magnetic field is the highest is where the Garbhagriha is uh, is located. It is used there to circumambulate this griha and to uh, balance your electromagnetic field. That is the reason for the temple, okay? For rituals and prayers, this chamber frequently has open space and can be moved in a clockwise direction, okay? Uh, The temple is a... um, The temple is a tirtha or pilgrimage. Uh, All cosmic elements uh, have created and celebrated uh, the life of the Hindu pantheon or the Vedic pantheon uh, from, um, from fire to water to images, to nature, to the deities, from the feminine to the masculine, from karma to artha, from the feeling fleet sounds and the smells of the purusha and the eternal nothingness, yet universality. It's part of the Vedic Hindu temple architecture. Uh, Very important, the architecture principles of Hindu temples are described in the Shilpa Shastras and the Vastu Shastras. Very important to know that. Now, uh, there are different types of uh, architecture uh, shrines uh, defined. You have early structures that we've come to know. Um, In Tamil Nadu, you have, my God, the names are so long. I'm not going to go through these names. I apologize for that. Um, so you have the cla- you have the early period you have the classical period that's the 4th to the 6th century you have the medieval period 7th to 16th century and you have the southeast asian uh, hindu temples uh you have um yeah, that's, you know, you have Thailand, uh, Cambodia, Vietnam, and all these places. Um, there are different types also of architecture from there. You have, uh, um, you have the ancient temple complex, the, um, which is the Dravidian style, 
Vedic style, okay, uh, for people who don't know, and you have the Nagara style. I'm not sure if it's Nagara, just bear with me for the word over here. Actual word. Because lost the word. I'm trying to locate it. All my documents over here. Thank God I have it on my computer today. Um, here we go. Here we go. Oh, lost it. Well, I'll come back to it later. Doesn't matter. Um, sorry, I'm I'm trying to find it here, and and I'm just lost with all of my stuff. Doesn't matter. So you have um, the south. The southern style, which is the Vedic style, so some people call it the Dravidian architecture. Then you have the Nagara architecture. You also have Kshatriya architecture. That is different. Uh, and what I'm coming to at this point of time is trying to show you that the Vedic architecture of Hindu temples all have domes. Very, very important to say. All have domes. Uh, that, my dear friends, is the Vedic architecture of of uh, Hindu temples. Now, all, not all Hindu temples have Vedic architecture. Uh, you have, like I said... Um, you also have um, Dravidian, uh, Nagara architecture, Kshatriya architecture, and there's a lot of that going on. Uh, you have the Visara style originated in the region between Krishna and Tungambara rivers, in and that is contemporary to North Karnataka. Um, you have Chalukya architecture built temples, built temples, uh, the Badami Chalukya temples. Uh, their architecture is different. Uh, you have some temple built temples in a style with mixed features, Nagara and Dravida styles. For example, using both the northern Shikara and the southern Vimana type of superstructure. Okay, very important. So these are different types of temples that you get. You have also earlier examples of Pallava. Um, you have examples of Pallava architecture that comes out of rock cut temples. This is uh, prior to 600 BCE. Um, you have Western Chalukya architecture. You have the Badami Chalukya architecture. You have the Hosla uh, architecture. Okay. Um, now you have the Southeast Asian, <coughs> sorry, you have the Southeast Asian type of architecture where you have, uh, Java, Indonesia, Angkor Wat in Cambodia, uh, all these architectures, which is slightly different, the Champa side architecture. Uh, and, and so we have, we see we have different types of architecture. Not all temples are the same architecture. Uh, not all temples, um, have the same styles. It's influenced by the material that is used, that is available on the land because you want to get it from the closest area. Uh, it's also, uh, Influenced by the flora and fauna because the goal of the temple is to blend in with nature, align with nature, use the patterns, the flora and fauna of nature. And that is part of the Vastu Shastra. Uh, very, very important. Um, so, uh, yes, 
Now, um, I am going to show you... Um, Okay, you also have, before I go there, the design, the easily, the floor plan, which is part of the Hindu temple uh, architecture. Uh, Hindu, the Hindu temple is built around a sanctum uh, or shrine following a geometrical design called Vastu Purusha Mandala. Um, so mandala means circle, purusha is the universal essence or the core of the tradition, that means your energy field. And vastu means dwelling structure. So your dwelling based on, it's on a circle and uh, it is, um, it has to embody the fact that you are a, a metaphysical energy. Metaphysical, that means you're always going to be on a geological met, uh, electromagnetic for, um, field or fault line or high energy center. That's important. Okay, so I'm going to go to some examples of temples with dome structures, because we have dome structures, temples with dome structures way before, um, way before uh, the Mughals came or Muslims came to invade this country. Now, most people think, like I said, that domes do not belong to India. They, they have been influenced by Mughal period, but you will see all these domes came before uh, the, the, uh, the Islamic invaders came to this country. Um, and I'd like you to go to my Facebook page and you will see religions, regimes and refugees. You'll see all the dome architectures there. And I've got it from a very interesting page. The name of the page is... Um, you will see the name of the person there, Mahatejase Devastan. Mahatejase Devastan. He is the name of the person. His Facebook page, I've got all the links, all the pictures, and he's done this fellow. I don't know who he is, but I'm just using his 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 Facebook page. And he's got fantastic um, pictures on that page, which show... Um, temples and he's done so much of homework to show temples on that page with dome structures dome architecture to show that domes are not islamic domes are vedic style of architecture it existed and it still exists and what the islam has done has just rebranded vedic architecture in this country and pretended that it's theirs and it's come from outside but it's actually it was already there prior to them coming to this country so let's go through it quickly you have um in the tirupur district of tamil nadu shukrevar shukri i'm sorry shukrivarar temple hindu it's a hindu temple dedicated to the deity shiva Okay, that is very important and has a dome. Shukrevarar Temple. Okay, that's S-U-K-R-E-E-S-W-A-R-A-R. -E -E -A -A okay, if you didn't get that, I apologize. It's in Tamil Nadu, um, located in the Tirupur district um, of Tamil Nadu. Uh, inscriptions of Cholas. Pandyas, Udayas, found in the temple. There's no census for the actual age of the temple. Um, and But, okay, um, they say it's around, they have evidence, well, they think it's around 7th, 8th century. But this is very clearly a domed temple built before the Islamic uh, people came here. And remember, they never occupied Tamil Nadu. That is very, very important to them.
Okay. You have the Lal Veshwar Shiv Mandir in Uttar Pradesh, North India, which also has a dome structure uh, built prior to the Mughals coming and uh, the Islamic invaders. Sangeshmavar Mahadev Mandir built between the 10th and the 13th century near the Chamali and Kraha rivers south of Sanswad, Saswad, Maharashtra. Uh, so this temple again shows dome architecture. It's a fusion, very important. This temple is a fusion of Vedic styles and Nagara styles. The Vedic elements such as the Agni Stamp, Deepal, Mandap with corner elements, arched niches and ribbed bubbles vimanan. Okay, Nagara elements such as the sculpture, the tower and the inner pillar. So it's a combination of both. The Sangeshmavar Mahadev Mandir in uh, Maharashtra. If you ever get a chance, please go visit it. 35 kilometers from Pune and uh, absolutely um, there are plenty of... Um, uh, the pictures are on my Facebook page. Now you have a Kshatriya style architecture uh, built by Guru Jam Jambeshwar Mandir in Charnai, Rajasthan. So that's Guru Jambeshwar Mandir in Charnai, Rajasthan, built in 1485 approximately. Uh, he was a guru, um, founded the Bishnoi subsect of Vaishnava. Uh, Sampradai Bishnoi Pant uh, revolves around 29 rules of behavior and 10 are directed towards personal hygiene, maintaining of basic, um, uh, ma maintaining of um, uh, basic health, encourages good animal husbandry, seven provides uh, dire directions for healthy social behavior. Okay, Ancient dome temples of Hindustan South, uh, Naltulai Isvagraham uh, Temple in Tamil Nadu. Uh, the age of the temple exceeds a thousand years, and the ancestor of Raja Raja Chola, Par, Parantaka Chola, uh, the first, um, built this temple for Nani Palai Natru Narpayar around between 907 and 950. Those are tongue twisters, but yes, it, it exists. Uh, so the temple was built, uh, the name of the temple is Naltulai Ishvaragraham in Tamil Nadu, built in the 9th century. Uh, it's a Shiva temple. The sanctum, uh, sanctorum is very big in size. It allowed an elephant to facilitate worship within the Garba Griha. So this also has a dome. You see, this is built prior to uh, the Islamic invaders coming in. Um, there's a temple, Tamil Nadu Ponsai Shivite temple built in the 9th century. Um, and that's also another dome temple. Uh, you have Hindu Kshatriya architecture in West India. Uh, Vagoli Maharashtra built for Pillai Jadav Rao, uh, served as the Marathas, who served as the Marathas state uh, from 1712 to 1751, but that's a later temple that was built. Um, we'll go to some earlier temples, 6th century dome architecture, the Badami Temple, Lower Shivalaya, Karnataka. The temple is a fine example of continuity of historical Indian architecture traditions from the 6th century until present times. In particular, the dome, the Vimanan, 
Okay, it, the dome is called the Vimanam, surrounded by four pillars. There are other temples in Karnataka from the similar historical period, which also include domed and pillared corners. So from Haryana, we go to Tamil Nadu. The earliest surviving inscriptions from uh, Uttrimaru Temple date to the reign of the Pallava king, uh, Dantivaram from 795 to 846 CE. It is noted for this temple inscriptions that describe describe a self-governance system existing around 7 to 9th century. So this is the Vaikunta Permura, sorry, Vaikunta Perumal Temple, Vaikunta Perumal Temple. Okay, it is in um, Uttrimerur. U-T-H-I-R-A-M-E-U-R, okay? Uh, it was existing as a Brahmin settlement, the Pallava king Nandivaram II from 720 to 796 formally established it as a Brahmin, they are village around 750 CE. It's believed that he donated the village to Vedic Brahmins from uh, Sri Vaishnava community. The Vedic dome, which is called Vimanam, has historically been one of the most prominent parts of any structure mentioned in Hindu communities. Okay, so that's very, very important. Um, you see, so these are temples with domes called Vimanam, uh, Vedic Vimanam, and they are very, very uh, Hindu. Okay, the Jagishwa temple is a Hindu temple built by Sri Chhatrapati Sivaji Maharaj. But again, that's a later architecture. But you can go and see it. It's got a dome. Jagishwa temple is a Hindu temple. Okay, with a dome architecture. Um, uh, in Madhya Pradesh, you have the Radhika Vihari Mandir, similar to the amalgamated Hindu architecture found in Gujarat. Madhya Pradesh has some striking examples of temple with both Vedic domes and arches, uh, Vedic the, and Nagara elements uh, in their architecture. So Vedic and Nagara styles, Vedic is the dome and the arches. Nagara is the spires, the towers, the tem the, the detailed stonework. Okay, so both these elements are included. Um, we'll go to one in um, Tamil Nadu. Sorry, these are tongue twisters for me. I really, really apologize. So you got one here. Natrunai Yapar Temple is a Hindu temple dedicated to Shiva, located in the village of Ponsai. Uh, um and in the Tirupanpali and the Mailatharuai district, east central Tamil Nadu, it's one of the holy places of Tevaram, has been sung on the primary god of Shiva from the north side Chidambaram to the to the Mahinder mountain. Totally sixty three Shiva temples have been presented. It also one of the parts of the sixty three Shiva holy places. The age of the temple is uh, a thousand years. The it is the ancestor of Raja Raja Chola, uh, Parantaka Chola, uh, who built the temple for um, in this place, and it's a ninth century Hindu temple. So when we talk about domes, we are literally talking about Vedic domes, um, and they are called Vim. Um, they are called. Uh, 
Vimanam, V-I-M-A-N-A-M, okay? The symbolism of this ancient Vedic domes, temple, uh, the crafts, or canons come from the Shilpa Shastras. It connects with or, or ornamentation of the dome is directly derived from the principles of bamboo or wooden construction. The ornament gives symbolic interpretation to the most vital parts of the dome. Uh, in, in a primitive ribbed dome made with bamboo or ribbed framework, there are four essential parts which ensure the stability of the whole. Um, so here's the first one, the pole or axis, which must be firmly fixed, either is on the ground or a stable base, such as an inner roof or dome, the bamboo or wooden ribs, which is the most important, which is important, the ties by which these ribs are secured to the pole with with the ribs, which the ribs, are, when the ribs are secured to the pole by swimming, by attaching into the dome, the the central dome and the fourth the cap which secures them fairly firmly at the crown of the dome so the cap has to secure them then you have the ribs of the dome that has to be attached to the main center pole the bamboo or wooden ribs and the central pole axis that's the most important part okay and that is the it started with these bamboo traditions and from there it went on to vastu shastra full architecture now in tamil nadu um Tamil Nadu has, which has preserved and is still preserving ancient Vedic dome architecture in India, unlike in the northern central India where the architecture has been abandoned by the government and has been replaced by more popular Nagara styles of architecture. You have also Buddhist architecture. The cave architecture mimic the original structures which were built using wood or bamboo. This resulted in ribbed outlook. In modern times, the use of ribs on the vimanam, that's the dome, are purely decorational. Okay, We have another uh, interesting place over here, Ganshala. If anyone who has never heard of this, is a small town headquarters in, headquarters in the Ganshala Mandal in the Krishna district of Andhra Pradesh, 21 kilometers west of Manchipatnam and 11 kilometers east of River Krishna. Um, the East India Company uh, first reported a historical site here in 1870, and they excavated a stupa at Ganshala, circumference 112, height 23 feet. Uh, it's the remains of an important Buddhist stupa and sculptural, sculptural slabs were found. Uh, it was once an very important flourishing town in the Roman trade as well as an important religious uh, center. The Buddhist relics and Hindu structures at the place reveal its past glory. The carved limestone, limestone columns belonging to its pillared halls associated with Buddhist monastic establishments have been discovered from the 2nd and the 3rd century BCE. The Rune Maha Chatya or Stupa uh, that was excavated here is a unique design. Its cube of solid bricks is set in the center, described by the 12th constellation of the zodiac. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because this is domed architecture. So next one is in Madhya Pradesh, Radhika Vihari Mandir, similar to the amalgamated Hindu architecture found in Gujarat. Uh, striking examples of temples which have both Vedic, 
It's domes and arches and Nagara elements. Um, so you have that in Madhya Pradesh. Um, there's also a temple in the Toran Dwar uh, made of sandstone and very attractive elements. Um, I think this, this temple, sorry, we're talking about the same temple here, Radhika Bihari Temple in Orcha, Madhya Pradesh. Okay, very important. Sorry, I, I forgot, I got lost in my notes. So, the Radhika Bihari Temple in Orcha, Madhya Pradesh is, um, yeah, it is a temple which is um, a Toran Dwar made of sandstone. The east facing temple was built by the ruler of Orcha, Veer Singh Bundela, who ruled from 1605 to 1627. The ground plan consists of a sanctum, the Antarala, and the Mandapa. The inner, inner interior plan includes Nagara style altar, walls, orioles, and shikaras. The Mandapa has large size ribbed hemis. Spherical dome, the shikara or the tower above the sanctum is a five chariot pattern and spirals and spires are merged at its peak, uh, it, which has a stone wheel and the center is adorned with files. Shikara ornaments resemble the Kajural style of temple architecture. Um, and basically I'm talking about it because it has, um, it has um, absolute... Uh, it has absolute um, domes and it's important part of our architecture to show that uh, domes are part of Vedic architecture existed prior to um, prior to the Islamic invaders. So the Kadambar Malai group of ancient Hindu architecture temples um, in Narta Malai Tamil Nadu, the main shrine ascribed to the reign of Raja Chola, 985 to 1014 CE, is another example of that architecture, dome style. Uh, you have the Rajasthani Hindu Kshatriya style at the, at the Galtaji Mandir complex. Um, that's a Kshatriya style of architecture, very important, 10 kilometers away from Jaipur, Rajasthan. The reason I'm bringing this up is um, on this architecture, you have the Trishul, okay? Very, very important that Trishul matches the Trishul on the, on, on the, um, on, on the, um, it matches the architecture on the, um, uh, Taj Mahal. So I wanted to bring that to you. This is in Galtaji Mandir in uh, Rajasthan. It has a Hindu Kshatriya style architecture and this architecture um, also has a dome, my friend. So you're most welcome to go and see it. It's on my Facebook page, taken from someone else's Facebook page. So very important to know that because it's not my uh, research. I'm just taking it from someone else and I've put it together. Uh, to finish off with this very fast, uh, we have the Tirupati Kundaram Jain Temple or Jain Swami Temple built in the 8th century. Uh, it's an 8th century Digambara Jain Temple uh, in Kanchipuram in, in Tamil Nadu. It has inscriptions from a Pallava king uh, from 700 to 728 CE. A temple has both conventional Vimanam and as and 
also asphidal type of vimanam, two types of vimanam. So that's important to look at it. Uh, vimanams are domes, very important to know. And you have in Jharkhand, you have the Kalpinat Shiv Mandir, ancient temple of Lord Shiva built by Palkot kings centuries ago in Jharkhand. The temple looks like other Shiva temples from Madhya Pradesh. And basically that is um, it for the dome temples in this country. There are many others that I cannot come here and talk about all, all the whole time because, it, you know, you can go on forever. We are land of temples. It is a beautiful land, Hindustan, Bharat. And if anyone tells you that Islam bought domes to India, dome architecture, it is wrong. Dome architecture is Vedic architecture called Vimanam. It existed way, way before. It's in the Shilpa Shastras and the Vasu. Um, it's in the Shilpa Shastras. Very important to know that. And as long as you can do your homework on it, you will empower yourself with knowledge, you will heal. And the next time someone tells you about this, you can explain it to them and you can give them the answers right back. Not to have a, an argument, but to show examples that yes, these domes are not Islamic architecture. These domes are very Vedic architecture. They've been rebranded by invading empires and taken over, but they're very very Vedic, has nothing to do with the Mughals at all. On that note, I thank you for your time. I thank you for your spirit, your energy, your support. And thank you for joining this podcast. And please spread it with your friends, your family. Heal, my dear friends. This podcast is about gaining the knowledge and heal. And healing, stop the violence in your home. And we stop the violence in your street. And we heal with knowledge. Um... And basically, that's the long and the short of the story. So thank you for your time once again, and you have yourself a great day.